32 and you're flipping burgers? Jesus, anyone else from our graduating class back there? Whatever I do is not a waste of time. It's all building towards something. How about you build towards making some fucking fries? They're coming! 17-year-olds nowadays are crazy. They're up for anything. They even like it when you go ass to mouth. You are listening to Don't Be That Guy, Guy Sequel Remix. This is episode 287. I'm Martin's Mike. We're 13 away from 300. 300. Have we done the sequel to 300? I think we did. Did we do it? I think we did. I think we did. I'll have to look. I can't remember what it's called. Um, 301? <laughs> yeah. A Spartan's Tale? They did like Ocean's Eleven. They, just, they, they started 300. Yeah. We might have done it. If we didn't do it, I think that's a perfect one to do it. For 300. Maybe we're going to mix it up with the Sin City remake or sequel we did. We've done a lot of these, though. Maybe we, we, we definitely did Sin City. We got that same stylistic yeah. thing. I feel like we have done yeah. the 300 sequel. I'll look. I'll, I'll, I'll go through the archive. But I know I've seen it. Yeah, I'm pretty sure we Which are available to all our listeners. So if you... Uh, Subscribe to our feed through iTunes or Google Play, or uh, check us out on SoundCloud. SoundCloud, yeah. You can see all our uh, past movie reviews. Are we on Stitcher? Uh, yeah, we are on Stitcher. Sweet. Um, yeah, I think the only places we're not like Spotify, but they're being real select with who they're who they're mm. putting on there. You know, it's just a bunch of NPR and Mark Marins and uh, true crimes. Yeah, and Audible's doing the same thing too. Oh, Audible's they got, got podcasts. Like they yeah, podcast thing. Now, how do you feel about these um, premium paid podcasts? Oh, do like a Stitcher Premium? Yeah. What do you think of that? I'll I'll never do it. Me either. I you know if you do if 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 I like you enough and you do like a Patreon, maybe I would consider doing a Patreon. But to just do a monthly subscription and hope the content in that monthly subscription would be worth my listen I don't know it's tough because there's so many podcasts so yeah it's like well there's so many good free ones that it's hard to like bump one of them out to pay to listen to one the only podcast I've ever paid for yeah was the was back in the day was like one of the it was like what kicked off podcasting was the Ricky Gervais show okay I think this first season was free and then I think season two and three were paid. Yeah. And I think it was also at the time where there just wasn't like unlimited cloud space yeah. for things. So, you you know, paying for storage and stuff was a lot more of a premium oh, yeah. cost. That's the only time I've paid for a podcast. Yeah. I've bought specials, like free podcasts who say, you know, uh, one does like a charity event every year. Okay. There's like a special show with like a ton of guests. I'll buy that. Uh, and it was like years ago. Like there was one. I was like, oh, it's like a holiday special, and it was like you know it's a dollar ninety nine through the Apple Store. Back when I had that, I was like, yeah, I'll, I'll buy that. Sure. So it was kind of just, it was a you know this was considered like a single or something or an album, but it was just you know extended podcast. Episode. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. I never paid to listen to something monthly. Yeah, and I do do some Patreon stuff. Yeah. Like, I. I Throw some dollars at some people on Patreon. Oh, yeah. Not a lot, but some. Oh. I've bought in a lot of, um, uh, I mean, who's, who's some, you know, I got, I got a Lisa mattress. <laughs> it's, it's not a Lisa. Actually, I think the one I bought isn't even advertised by anybody, but I considered Lisa mattress. Um, Purple, Casper. Yeah. All the, bo- all the bed in the boxes. Uh, MailChimp, you know? <laughs> Never used that one. Uh, so it's stamps, stamps.com. Stamps.com. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, I've, I've, I, Hello I, Fresh. Hello Fresh. Oh, I think I've done um, Blue Apron. Blue. I think I used a, a uh, podcast promo code for nice. that. Yeah, you know, if, if there's an advertiser, and I'm like, I could get down on that. Tell you what, I mean, I got a Sonicare, but some of these podcasts are, they're, they're about to talk me into a quick toothbrush. I've been hearing they that They keep one. drilling that in my brain. Eventually I'm like, you know what? I do need a quick toothbrush. <laughs> Been hearing that one, yeah. Because I forget to change my toothbrush head. I do it. Will just 
Send you one. I do it every time I go for a cleaning at the dentist. Mm. I are, go are you on a four time of clean? I'm at a four year. Four. Okay. So yeah, it's good. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I know that's my day. Yeah. Do your toothbrush thingy. Yeah. On yeah. the Sonicare. When they give you the free cheap one, you know to buy a Sonic. I know Sonic. to buy the $30 one. But yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I've done an Audible subscription. Yeah. Yeah. Done that. So, you know, I'm giving my money where it's sure. due. Yeah. Audible, I wish podcast. Audible's a weird one. Yeah. Because you pay. The, the way they sell it isn't yeah. really what you get. What, what they advertise isn't really what you get. If you no. know what I mean. Yeah. Unlimited, you know, pay uh, yeah. buy an Audible subscription. Unlimited Audible books. Yeah. Nah, it's not. No, no. You're, you're paying for the ability to buy books. Yeah. But you don't even need the, you don't need the monthly subscription. You can just have an Audible account and then just buy books at your leisure. Yeah. If you so want to do an audio book. Now, that first trial, you do get the two free ones, which is nice. But then after that, you pay 15 bucks a month, and then they say you get a free book. But you, no, you paid for that 15. You get no, you're getting one book for 15 bucks. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Your monthly subscription just allows you to buy a book. So it's just a way yeah. they give you a to credit. kind of keep you on track to listen to a book every month. They give you a credit. I think there's like a free library, too. But, you know, sometimes you want to listen to like Moby Dick. It's always Moby Dick. <laughs> it's a long book. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah. God, that'd be like a 30-hour audible. Oh, yeah, that'd be a long one. Whew. Whew. Yeah. Trying to... I did it. I bought... I got two books. I think in store, you know, they're normal size, like 300-page books. So I think it's like eight hours to do 300 pages. Yeah, I think an average book is anywhere between like eight and 14 hours. Okay, yeah. So... Like, a long book is going to be a 20-plus something. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know what I wish more podcasts had with those swag? I wish there was more, more t-shirts. Hmm. That's where my money would go. Let me advertise you on my chest. Yeah, you want to buy merch. I want to buy merch, but well, I have, have, have merch stores. They don't. Yeah. They don't do. Or if they do, it's like an enamel pen or a tote bag. <laughs> and I have my one good tote that I go to Trader Joe's with. Well, eventually you're going to need more and more than one tote because all these plastic bags are going to be yeah. outlawed. So you better start stacking up on the totes. Yeah. I'd probably go up to two on a good grocery run. If I... I I've thought about going tote-wise for yeah. groceries. But then I won't have anything to take my lunch to work in. Because I always reuse my bags. Oh, you plastic bags. sack it? Yeah. Well, take, take your lunch in a tote. And you just bring your tote home. <sighs> I'd rather just throw something that would just go into a landfill. Yeah, that's true. I got a thermos. Uh, I got plenty of weight lunch to box. carry around. I yeah. got my computer. I got to carry around. Yeah. I got my gym bag. I got to carry around. Yeah, you know, I don't need. I need a lunch bag to carry around too. So, you, so you got gym bag. You got a computer bag. Lunch bag in your hand. Plus, I usually on the way to work throw that throw my lunch in my gym bag. Oh, okay. And then I just throw that in the fridge when I get to work. Yeah, you don't want that rolling around loose. No. Rolling loose no, apple, no. loose yogurt. No. Rolling around in there. Gotta keep that contained. Oh. Oh, man. Um, let's take a break. What have you been watching? Uh, a few things. Watch a few notes. movies. Um, so, I think you watched this one before. I watched a movie called Tag. Oh, yes. I did see Tag. I saw that in theaters. Yeah. This was back when I was doing my thumbs up, thumbs down rating. <laughs> Before you give it, your I believe I, I gave it a uh, hand in the middle. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, that movie was shitty. <laughs> the they they do, had a heart. They do yeah. these good like when there is a tag scene. Yeah. There's these inner monologue things. Oh yeah, yeah. They're kind of narrating. Yeah, they're yeah. narrating the action yeah. in their minds. Those are funny. Uh huh. But that movie is half an hour too long, yeah. and it's an only like an hour forty minute movie. Yeah, that movie is just shitty. I I watched a Netflix original. Okay. Now, I don't know if you've heard about this movie. It's called The Dirt. No. 
The Dirt is based on a book written by Motley Crue. Oh, yes. Okay, I did hear about this. Okay. Yes. But it's not a documentary. It's, it's it a, is a... It's it's like a Bohemian Rhapsody-ish. Yeah. It's a... It's a, it's acted, a biopic. It's an acted biopic. Yeah. Um... I really enjoyed that movie. Dirt. And I don't know if it's good uh-huh. or not, but it seemed it seemed pretty authentic from what I know yeah. about the crew. I listen to Nicky Six's radio show uh-huh. a lot. I really like him. He's very open about his time in Motley Crew and the shit. I've read Heroin Diaries, which he wrote. It's... I really enjoyed The Dirt. I don't know what it's doing ratings-wise, reviews-wise. Yeah. Well, it's Netflix. You'll never know. I'll never know. Yeah. But I thought it was pretty fucking fun to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I went out to the theaters. Yeah. And I saw Captain Marvel. Get. We can just skip that. Skip it. Worse than Thor The Dark World. No, it's better than Thor okay. The Dark World. Because that's kind of that's when we set our... Um, or scale. Yeah, Thor of the Dark World is just really bad. That's that's yeah. the worst one. Yeah. It, it I, I prefer like the Ant Man's to it. Yeah. Um So like yeah, Dark World would be the low end of the scale for me. The high end of the scale for me would be Doctor Doctor Strange. Yeah, okay. Doctor Strange is the ten. Yeah. Thor two is a zero. It's I, I didn't think it was that good. Yeah. Um I I like Brie Larson. I don't think this is her role. No. People got really excited when she cast, but I was like, man. Like, she should be doing Room. Like, she's a great dramatic actress. Yeah, I don't think it's her role. And part of that being is she is not very good at running. Oh, she's a bad runner. And so when you see her running, it is so distracting. Uh She's a terrible runner. Yeah. And then you have all the... Most of the running is stunt people. Uh-huh. And it just... The continuity there between going to a stunt person... Yeah. and it, it just is... It was very distracting to me. Yeah. Um, yeah, not my... Here's a thing for all movie creators. Do you need scenes of people running anymore? I feel like in movies there's more bad runners than there are good runners. Because that's completely I've heard about like Tom Cruise. It's just like, oh, he's a distracting runner. Or uh, Kiefer Sutherland was another... Like, I just heard people like, oh, he runs funny. Huh. It makes sense. These guys are out there running. I mean, unless you're doing, like, the... Uh, um, who, who, who's, who's the track? You know, the the Flojo story. Yeah. Take it running. Yeah, I mean, I think that's the Everything thing, Everything should be on horseback or motorcycles. Not many actors or athletes. Yeah. So, maybe that is... Maybe we should just, like... Show him from the waist up. Yeah. Hey, um, naked gun, you want OJ to run? Okay. Do you need Leslie Nielsen to run? <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. But I think that's kind of where some of the distracted running comes from, though. If you do waist up, it's it's their arms. Yeah. They don't do their arms. And I think that is the weird Tom Cruise running thing is... Is he stiff, because, right? Because, well, I don't know if he's stiff, but I think he is... Authentically running as hard as he can. Yeah. And it just doesn't come off as a graceful thing on camera. Yeah. I mean, if you watch someone in the Olympics run. Oh, yeah. And they're going full out. It's not a pretty sight. Yeah. Unless you're Usain Bolt and you don't have to move your arms. You just move your legs. Right. Because you're a fucking robot. Yeah. But I think that's the thing. Like, Tom Cruise, he just is flat out yeah and maybe if he just jogged he wouldn't look as bad yeah and then they speed the camera up yes you can do all types of tricks yes Captain Marvel can fly too right can she fly dude I was like hey, that, I the whole like Captain fuck dude I don't even know what that is like yeah. I, as far as like what she can do and, and her whole byline and 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 fucking origin I don't even fucking know what was going on it was chaos yeah. dude but the cool thing about Captain Marvel is it does, like, most of it takes place in the 90s. Yeah. And so you got all these really cool 90s references. That's always fun. So, yeah. The point is, like, I remember that. I remember the Spin Doctors. Yeah. Great music. Oh. They knocked it out of the park with their music choices. Yeah. Yep. Knocked it out of the park. You don't hear Hole on soundtracks very often. No. Plugged in, plug in Hole. I mean, great music. Yeah. Great music. Yeah. Um, I just brought the flag because I don't think Robert Downey Jr. ever runs these movies. 
Nor should he. Man's like almost 60. You know? He flies. And he doesn't actually show up set. He just gets in that uh, CGI room that makes it look like there's a computer um, projected back at his face. He just stands straight up and holds his hands out. Yeah, yeah, he doesn't have to do a lot. Yeah, it doesn't do anything. Yet, in um, Infinity War, guys wearing a lot of tracksuits. <laughs> so it's like he's about to, to run. But he doesn't actually have to because anytime he's like, oh, I gotta do something quickly, boom, Iron Man suit. Doesn't Infinity War start out with him and Pepper like jogging? In the park or Post something. Post-jog. Post-jog. They're, they're, they're strolling in the park. Okay. He is definitely like... They're on the cool down. He's got his Under Armour head to toe. Yeah. He's got his... Yeah. He's they're, sponsored. They're on their cool down. Yeah. Yeah, you don't actually see him run. <laughs> it's implied maybe he did run. <laughs> but that's what I, yeah, that's what I watched. Yeah. Yeah, just a few movies. All right. Um, yeah, not too bad. Uh, I just watched a couple. All at home. I didn't get out to the theater. I wanted to. They were, oh, I don't have a movie pass anymore. <laughs> I'm sure they sent me an email, but I uh, went to go see us on Friday, and uh, or I didn't go to, like, I was in my car. I was at work. There's a theater right by my, my work. I'm like, oh, I can catch a 3.30 showing of us when they log in a movie pass, and it's like, oh, you don't have a subscription anymore. <laughs> and then I looked at my credit card, and I was like, oh, they haven't billed me since December, so. Is the card you had on there expired? No. Good through 2024. Yeah, I... I'm sure they sent me an email telling me they were closing my thing. Now what they're doing is you have to pay for the entire year. Okay. In advance. Yeah, I And know, it's got to be direct deposit. So I, I wonder if it's because I was using a credit card if they were just like, no, we're, we're, we're stopping. Yeah, I think, like, MoviePass is dead. Yeah. And it's been dead for a while. They could have got three months of payments out of me because right. I didn't cancel it. But instead they just stopped my payments. I yeah. Was like, yeah. The, All right. the AMCs and the Regals of the world really kibosh. That AMC that, one's pretty good, though. Yeah, that deal. So. There's like 20 bucks. I think you get a movie a week, plus you get discounts at the concession stand. I don't like going to AMC. But that, yeah, that's my thing, But too. if I did, that's the one I would do. I don't like our local AMC theater. Yeah. So, uh, so I didn't get to see us. A lot of movies at home. Um, I almost watched the Netflix original. Did not. Uh, I was going to dip into the Highwaymen. Oh, yeah. 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 Two-hour, 15-minute runtime. Did not have that in me on a Tuesday. I, I That was the other movie I was looking at when I saw Dirt. And I was watching, like, a Saturday night. But it was I started late. Yeah. I was like, no, nah, I can't go over two tonight. I can't go over two. So I went with the Dirt. Yeah. I'm so going to watch that. I stayed under two as well. Didn't watch The Highwayman. Watched Hell or High Water. Fantastic. That movie's so good. It's probably only the second time I've ever seen it. That That is a great movie. It's like a ninety percent Rotten Tomatoes. It should be higher. And you'd watch it again. I would watch it. Ben Fox. Now that like you watch it the first time and you get the story, you do get to watch it again and then just kind of appreciate it more. And like what stood out to me was like the Ben Foster performance is so good in this movie. How does a movie like that come in at ninety when it should be a hundred percent? Yeah. Who who who's the two percent of critics who didn't like it? Who were just like it's the yeah. same asshole who like you know let's change genres here. But didn't vote for King Griffith Jr. to oh, be yeah. in the Hall of Fame. You yeah. know, it's, it's like some asshole yeah. has to do that. Yeah, there's very few, like, 100%. I mean, you know, like the God, or no, I think the Godfather does, but, you know, Godfather 2 is like 99%. Or yeah. There's just some guy like, yeah, sequels. And, but I think that also is like, what's wrong with Rotten Tomatoes? Yes, it, yeah. It, you definitely shouldn't take it. A 90% on Rotten Tomatoes does not mean it's an A movie. Right. Because it could just be a bunch of C's that made it a 90%. But I think it's a good... I use it of a... Is this good or bad? Sure. <laughs> Generally. But yeah, like... 90, but but in that case, I was like, who are the two people who gave it not only not an A, went below a C, and were like, no, this is a D movie. Yeah. Who the fuck? Yeah. I didn't look. Fuck them. Yeah. Uh, While you're talking, I'm going to look up the dirt on Rotten Tomatoes. Okay. I want to know. Um, it's even was in a baseball mood. Watched Bull Durham. Whoo! Yeah, I haven't seen that one in a long time. Yeah. That's a you know you don't sing on me this time. That's a sexy movie. Like I saw it as a kid. I was like, I shouldn't be watching this as a kid. There, there's a lot of sex in that's that movie. That's an adult film. That is an adult film with baseball around it. But I do enjoy the baseball stuff. And as an adult, like I enjoy like the the, lo- the love story between Kevin Costner and. Um, um. Uh, oh my god, why can't I think of her name? Susan Sarandon. Susan Sarandon, yeah. Yes. Uh, but the baseball's also great. Yeah. It's, it, it is good. It is. Uh, Costner's great. Uh-huh. 
Uh, Tim Robbins doesn't have a funny throwing motion, but maybe that's what, what makes him so good. Could be a little, little, uh, yeah. little whip. Yeah, it seems a little a little unnatural. Whip, a little whip in the throw, yeah. Like, perhaps he's not an athlete. But, uh, <laughs> but you know, hey, man, if he's throwing 98 or whatever. You know, a little wild. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, enjoy Bull Durham. That, 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 that's a good one. Um, and then I, wa- I did watch a new movie. Read of this movie. I'm not, a, as you know, I, I mentioned, I'm not a big cartoon movie. But I watched a cartoon movie. I watched Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Oh, I want to see that one. Uh, that's fantastic. Yeah. That's so good. Cool. I'm, uh, I'm checking that one out. When it I might be one of my favorite superhero movies I've seen of the last few years. That's, yeah, I've heard nothing but rave yeah. reviews. Animation's really cool in it, too. Like it does There's a lot of different styles. Different stuff, styles of animation. Uh, but, like, just the main movie, like, when you're following the main Spider-Man character in his world, that's just done kind of in a cool way. It doesn't feel like I'm watching, like, um, it separated itself from, like, a, like a Pixar movie or, like, um. DreamWorks, like it has its own style. It seems very common, but yeah. Then, you know, as the you know, as you go into the Spider Verse, yeah, like they kind of mix up the styles. It's that's cool. Yeah, very. It's um, it's funny. It's it's emotional. You know, the action to me is always just like oh, these are just cartoons fighting each other. But that's what I say about the Avengers. So these are actually legitimately cartoons that are fighting each other. But I'm into it. Nice. So, yeah, yeah Spider Man into the Spider Verse. I give it a thumbs up. If, cool. if you like comic book movies, you've, if you watch cartoons, it's a good one. Well, you know, it's interesting because Spider-Man Homecoming was one of the better comic movies I've seen in a while. Yeah. Now, I know it's Marvel versus Sony. Yes. Uh, uh, Homecoming was like a joint thing, right? Yes, but that definitely like falls the, into like the MCU. Yeah. Yeah. But it's, in, yeah, it's, I've always, yeah, I, I wanted to see yeah. Spider-Man. What's cool about that, it might be cool for you, is that this does... It's a standalone, like, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse is its own separate entity. That, I love that. Boom. You, you get it. You get a beginning, middle, end. It's not all this extra stuff happening. I love that. Yeah. So. We don't need to tie everything in the, yeah. everything. Yeah. And I, I don't know if it's because it's a cartoon or because it's Sony just by itself, but yeah, it's its own thing. So. Nice. Yeah. And that's, that, that's, that's what I saw. I'm glad you watched those, that. Just those three movies. Um. You know, catching up on Kim's Convenience, Season 3. Uh, I mentioned before the show, I thought Games of Thrones was last week. It is not. Next week, I'll probably watch that. But uh, You gotta get on Barry. Barry started. Oh, yeah. I, I, and, two episodes behind on that. And Veep started. Yeah. I'm also behind on those. Well, on those two, so I gotta, I gotta dip in. Welcome back, Veep, for the final season. Final season. Probably the... They're doing a weird short thing. Might be one of the most underrated shows ever. 90. Except, yes. That must be an HBO thing. Because she wins every year for... I just feel like no one watches it. Yes. There were, like, I feel like the first three seasons, I was the only one who watched that show. No, if that was on FX, or, you know, just cable television, that'd be one of the most talked about shows. Yeah. It's very, very funny. Let me update you with the dirt. Oh, yeah, yeah. Let's get this this tomato score. The The tomato meter, 62 reviews counted, 40%. 40%. Ooh. So, rotten. Yeah. Audience score, uh-huh. 2,178. Yeah. 89% liked it. And that's kind of how I feel. I watch it, and I'm like, I don't think this is a great movie. Right. But I am enjoying uh, this a lot. Yeah. Well, and Mount Crew has so many fans. A lot of fans. Yeah. Great music. There's a lot of music in it. That's debatable. They'll uh-huh. tell you Girls, Girls, Girls is a good song. And I go, is it? Or do they make a song specifically to be played in every movie that has a strip club scene for the rest of eternity? That's a great song. <laughs> They're just making bake. Anytime a character walks into a strip club, you gotta play Girls, Girls, Girls. It's a great song. <laughs> great song. Yeah. The actors in that are interesting. So who's the star? Or is there, is there anybody I would know who plays the main... Crew? I would say the main kind of... So, the guy who plays Vince Neil mm-hmm. was the guy who played Lee Harvey Oswald in the James Franco. Okay. Don't know his name, recognizable face. Right. The guy who plays Nikki Six, I have no idea who that yeah. is. The guy who plays um, Mick Mars is Ramsey Bolton. 
Okay. From Game of Thrones. Yeah, he's doing some Marvel stuff too on TV. Okay. He he's good. Yeah. I, I think the the actor is really knocking it apart. And then the guy who plays Tommy Lee is uh, Machine Gun Kelly. Oh, rapper. Yeah. Yeah. Who who I think made his uh, acting debut in Bird Box. Yes. So he's uh, he must be under contract with Netflix. He plays a he plays a pretty good Tommy Lee. Is he good? I don't know if he's good, but he plays a good yeah. Tommy Lee. I I think. Um, Machine Gun Kelly might be a my Rihanna, which is that I just hate his music so much that when I, I saw him in Bird Box, I was like, "Fuck Machine Gun Kelly." I have I don't think I've heard a single yeah. song from him, so that that may be why it's saving grace for me. Yeah, you know you're not big into the uh, you know trap music rap scene, right? I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> it was an MGK. I'm not. Well, when I saw the credits and it had you know Machine Gun Kelly, and I was like, "Who the fuck is that?" Is he credited Machine Gun Kelly? Uh, no, I think I'll look it up on IMDb. He should be. I, I'm not sure if he was. Or I think not. if you have a stage name, you should rock that. I don't like when uh, P Diddy goes by Sean Combs because he's an actor now. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not sure if that's what yeah. rolled in the credits, but I looked it up on IMDb when I was looking up the guys that were in it before I watched it, and yeah. then I, I think through there I saw Machine Gun Kelly, and I'm like, I've heard that, but I don't know who that is. And so then I went to Wikipedia. Yeah. I'm like, oh, he's a rapper. Oh, Pete Davidson's in the movie. So this is young Molly Crew. I mean, all these guys look to be... I mean, their picture looks all look like they're yeah, 19, this, but yeah, so the all dirt, these guys must be under 30. The dirt is the forming of the group. Oh, okay. And, 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 yeah. So. Well, we watched another um, super group coming together movie, <laughs> I guess. Uh, we watched... Oh, man, do I have, do I have my year here? 1994's, or no, I'm sorry, we watched 2006's sequel to 1994's Clerks. We watched Clerks 2. Uh, for those of you who don't know Clerks, Clerks was uh, written and directed by Kevin Smith in his directorial debut. Um, stars Brian O'Halloran and Jeff Anderson. Um, <clears throat> they play Clerks at a convenience store. Uh, yeah. Dante, played by O'Halloran, is called in to cover a shift at his New Jersey convenience store on his day off. His friend Randall, played by Anderson, helps him pass the time neglecting his video store customers next door to hang out in the quick stop. The uneventful day is disrupted by news that one of Dante's ex-girlfriends has died. After attending her memorial service, Dante's, Dante muses over staying with current girlfriend Veronica or reuniting with ex Caitlin. That's Clerks. And, and, and throughout the day, a cast of characters comes in and out. Uh, was this your first time watching Clerks? No, no, no. Yeah. Did you rewatch Clerks? I did. Okay, what were your thoughts on watching Clerk? I, so before I started it, I wasn't sure. It had been a while since I'd watched Clerks. Yeah. A long while. And it actually had been quite a while since I'd watched a Kevin Smith movie. Mm. Now, I, there was a time in my life I was a, I was a, a, ma- a major Kevin Smith fan. Oh, I yeah. liked everything he put out. I just, uh, I love the quips. I mm-hmm. love the dialogue. I just love the meaninglessness yeah. of it all. And, but I hadn't, and maybe because he really hasn't done much. I mean, he does horror movies now, but even yeah. those were and so, five years. And so before I started the movie, yeah. I, I was like, well, was Kevin Smith Mike, a, a Kev, was, was Kevin Smith Van Mike a different person than I yes. am now? And um, it turns out, no, I still loved it. Okay. I watched it and I laughed my ass off. Uh, so I had the same. Quandary, which was that I thought Kevin Smith, I loved Kevin, like especially college age me loved Kevin Smith. Thirty-three year old me, I'm not gonna bag on Kevin Smith, but he is not for me. Yeah, because I did not laugh once during the rewatch. Fair enough. However, this is still Clerks is still an impressive feat to show a 14 year old boy who has any interest in movies. Sure. Yeah. Because, like, watching it, I was like, man. Like, I mean, how old was he when he did this? He, he's early 20s. He was right. I, I think he was. Late he had 20s? just, like, like not flunked out, but quit, like, film Drop, school, Dropped out of film so school, yeah. 21, 22. Got credit cards. Maxed them all out. Made the movie dirt cheap with local actors and friends. And it shows. Yeah. That, because the acting's not good in this movie. But I'm not going to hold that against him because this, I mean, this essentially is like, a, it's almost like a student film. 
But it's it not is. A it, yeah. it was a thirty thousand dollar movie that someone bought Miramax and distributed and made him a big star. Yep. Um, and watching it, you see a lot of good stuff he will go on to do later. And we'll talk about that when we do Clerks too. But uh, just as a whole of the movie, I was like, man, this is this is not good. And you know, second four versus two thousand nineteen, I was like, it's kind of problematic, man. He he has he has problems with women. And, and the homosexual community. Uh, but, you know, different time. Yeah, it, it is. We do say that. a lot of dated yeah. stuff. Stuff in there. Yeah, especially, yeah, when, you know, that was the time where, yeah, the, the people were calling people fags all the time. Yeah. And it was, yeah. Yeah. Um, I also don't find... Uh, Dante interesting as the lead man. Yeah, I never was a big Dante fan. Yeah, no, in fact, we're following his journey. Rand- Randall is the star of the film. Yeah, and and I think because the guy who plays him just really delivers the lines yes. so well. And but I get because he is Randall is so unlikable. Yeah, like, like I would hate like if that guy existed in real life, I would hate Randall. So I understand why like you can't make the star him. Like you need the guy who has. Who's going to learn something about life, but... Yeah, Dante's just kind of a zero. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, we'll get into that when we talk about Clerks 2. Because I, I do think there's stuff, stuff that improves. But obviously it's... Um, 22 years? 20, yeah. No, 12. 12 years later, so... Mm-hmm. 94 to 06? Yeah. 94 to 06. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, like I said, I mean, it was a small movie, did not get a huge release, only made $250,000 in it's a, theatrical debut. It's a cult classic. Yes, this is a movie that got passed around. I think I saw this on IFC, back when, like, IFC, I don't know what IFC is now, but back in my day, IFC was a paid subscription service that showed movies. Yeah. The independent film movies. But now it's, it feels like a lot of TV on IFC. Yeah, they do a lot of shows now. Shows, but yeah, it used to be you'd watch independent movies on, um. You know, probably kill that is like um, Netflix and stuff. Yeah, because now a movie like Clerks just pops up on Netflix or just YouTube. Or yeah, you're just finding YouTube. Yeah. yeah. So <clears throat> Kevin Smith though goes on to become um, pretty like there are not that many directors. I think that people know everyone's name, like their names. Yeah. And Kevin Smith in the '90s through the 2000s, he was one of those guys that is like, oh, it's a Kevin Smith. It's a Kevin Smith joint. Yep. Um, he goes on to do a bunch of movies. Um, what do you think? Chasing Amy? Good? Uh, I like Chasing Amy. Yeah. I haven't seen it in a long time. Thinking back to it, I was like, that's probably super problematic too. Can't convert someone who's, who's, who's gay. <laughs> uh, Mallrats? Great. I think Mallrats is good. Uh, Dogma? Great. I think Dogma is my favorite of his. I uh, really enjoy that one. Dogma had a point of view. Yes. That's what a lot of his movies... I'm sure they have some sort of point of view, but that one has a like a that actually a has very yes. straightforward point of view. You know yeah. what he's trying to say. And yeah, I do feel like a lot of his movies are like oh, they're about nothing. But when you pay attention to the dialogue that he's writing, that's very quippy and back and forth and long. He's making a point of view, but as far as the plot, it's like oh, but you know these are just jerks at a mall. Yeah, you know. Um, James Bond Bob Side Back. It's fun. I bet that'd be fun still. It's fun. Yeah. yeah. Um, although, uh, you know what, I bet maybe good, because, I said, rewatching it, Jay, in Clerks 1, I go, fuck this, I was like, this is the most obnoxious character to ever be on television, Clerks 2, do not mind him, <laughs> thinks, he, thinks he's hilarious, so, you obviously grow, Kevin Smith as a writer, director, maybe Jason Mewes as an actor, and I, I, maybe the character changed in Kevin Smith's mind, in, in his mind, yeah, because, yeah, I mean, that... When he shows up, I'm like, this is too much for me. <laughs> this is... But Clerks 2, I, I think he's funny. I, I mean, Jay and Son Bob were like legit funny, so maybe Jay and Son Bob's are a funny movie. And then Clerks 2. So, uh, we watch uh, Clerks 2. This, again, uh, sees Dante and Randall return, now in their 30s. Uh, both Dante and Randall find that they must change their lives and expand their horizons beyond pop culture and sex. After a disaster at their convenience store ends their employment, they find new jobs at Movies, a fast food empire. Uh, ran by Rosario Dawson. Um, 
after that, though, uh, Jane Simon Bob return. A lot of cameos by Kevin Smith. Um, Smithites. Smithites, yes. Yeah. Was this your first time watching Clerks 2? No, I think it was probably like my third or fourth. Third time. I think this was my, maybe, maybe like, yeah, I'm probably there with you too. I think when it came out, watched it. DVD probably came up a few times. But then probably put it to bed 2008. So, 11 years. So, yeah. nice little rewatch. Uh, what does this movie do good? Well, technically, yeah. the, the, you know, camera work is better, audio's better, yeah. that kind of thing. I don't, care about black, I don't care about color black and white. I don't care. But it's clean. Yes. It's a clean, produced film. It, they have money behind it? Yeah. But you can also, like, 12, 12, he just improves as a director. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um... I think his writing got, got better, too. Yeah, I mean, I think he always he's always been one of the best dialogue writers out there. Yeah. Um, oh, that's going to be one of my questions. Where, where, do you, where do you put him there? Because sometimes, like, that's kind of always my thought. I was like, oh, man, that's kind of great, great dialogue. But I was like, does he write great dialogue? Or does he just have a viewpoint? Does he write great dialogue, or would he be a great columnist? Because watching this, I was like, everybody in his films does kind of talk the same. Um, I don't know. I don't know if he's, he's a. I, I think he. I think he has a good. Um, uh, I know the cadence is, is more in how you deliver, but I think he does have a cadence in his dialogue writing. Yeah, that's good. Really well, he strong. is writing long pieces. That yeah, yeah like it, it, it's real. I I think he's he's up there. Yeah. Like it's for me, it's him and Tarantino. Uh, when it comes to dialogue, there's no. I've never, I've never had or seen better. Yeah, I Sorkin is probably the guy I put. Yeah, like, he writes a movie. I was like, yeah, that guy just delivers how people. And I think he yeah. nails back and forth dialogue. Where Tarantino and Kevin Smith are guys that I think write long, can write very long monologues of yeah. people just delivering. They're good at someone speaking around a table. Tarantino, I feel it does that a lot. You know, Reservoir Dogs. You know, someone, someone's delivering their dialogue around it, and then people just kind of jump in with, uh, you know, boom, boom. But yeah, yeah, it's yeah, he, he is good. I mean, there's a lot of shitty dialogue. There is, yeah, and he does, yeah, have a way of, of delivering. But yeah, I, I think he got better because I think some of the more, like you know, he has the shitty on Lord of the Rings stuff or you know that kind of stuff. But then there's also. Towards the end, I was like, this movie does have a heart to it. Yeah. Like, yeah. And it's effectively done, even though these are asshole losers that, in real life, I wouldn't give a shit about. But, through dialogue, they have made me care about this um, hetero-friend relationship. Sure. Yeah. So, yeah. Kind of makes you... Kind of makes you rethink, like, when you just, like, buy the cup of coffee at the gas station about the guy who sold it to you. Yeah. It does, and watching this, um, I, I'll just, I did not think this movie was, was funny, as I remembered it being, but again, that could just be my taste changing. It does make me sad that Kevin Smith is not doing movies. Yeah. Because he is good at comedies. And, like, I didn't enjoy Red State or Tusk, but his comedies, I'll, I'll watch them. And, I mean, like, even though I'm not laughing out loud, like... I'm appreciating what he's doing. I mean, his final comedy was Zack and Mary make a porno. Oh, that's right. Yeah, he did do that. I thought that was a good movie. Yeah. And I I don't know what... I think that box office that bombed. Yeah. So I don't know if that's what... I don't think he's ever had a hit. I've heard him say in... uh, You know, one of his Kevin Smith, like, uh, Netflix specials, is that, yeah, he's never had a movie. Zack and Mary was supposed to be his first $10 million movie. Right, yeah, yeah. And it wasn't. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you got big actors and yeah, and then he did like Cop Out, but that was like he didn't write that. That was a I'm going to direct a Bruce Willis movie. And I know that experience seems like he took that very hard and uh, did not enjoy doing that. Mm. But it would be nice just someone give him you know give him a small budget and just let him create yeah small and, and, movies. And is it that they just don't think he's going to make money anymore? Yeah. or it. Or is he getting the M. Night Shyamalan treatment? Yeah. I don't I don't know. Yeah. It would be great. I would like to see, you know, 
Netflix produced, you know, on Netflix, a, Kevin, a new Kevin Smith. Because, I mean, Comic Book Men or whatever, that was a, a, a fairly popular show on AMC. Yeah. And he did that show, and, and his specials are, seem you know, people seem to like his yeah. specials. He's got a podcast. I know it's like a big podcast. Yeah, his podcast. I listened to that for a while. Yeah. I really liked it. I've read a couple of his books. Yeah. Good writer. I've always felt, yeah. That's about the dialogue. Like, I, I read one of his books. I used to listen to his podcast. I think he's he's an interesting guy with a lot to say, and it would be cool to see it done in movie form again. Yeah. Come back to us, Kevin Smith. That's what we're saying. Absolutely. Even if I'm not a fan of your movies anymore, I would still watch them and appreciate the stuff you do up. But if you watch Mallrats tonight, yeah. would you be less of a fan of it, you think? Or is it just Clerks you're less of a fan of? That's true. Based on Clerks 1, Clerks 2. But... You know, as I said, I was less of a fan of the movies, but it's not like I walked around and was like, this is trash, Kevin Smith's trash, these guys are all trash. I was like, oh, it's not funny to me anymore. There's still, I just want to film, like, if you're a filmmaker, do something interesting. Just do something interesting on with your movie, and I'll, I'll find it. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, the, you know, just, you know, dick jokes, and uh, I was like, yeah, just, I'm, they don't make me laugh anymore. Also, the guy playing Randall, uh, Andrew, Jeff Anderson, is that his name? Uh, he's great as Randall, but man, he is an unlikable character. He does it very well, but man, I hate that guy. Has he been in anything other than... The only thing I know, and I checked his credit, the only, so Dante, um, Brian O'Halloran, he kind of went on to become an actor. Okay. You know, TV stuff and shows up here and there. Uh, Jeff Anderson, he was in Zack and Mary Meghan Porno, and that seems like it. Like, I think there was a little stuff in the 90s and then hasn't really gotten to do anything hmm. since then. Another thing it does well, though. Um, better actors. Did, did like, just, those two voice the Clerks animated series? Um, would not surprise me if they did. They need the money. Which is great, yeah. by the way. Uh, I like Randall. Yeah. I, I get what you're saying, that he's not a likable yeah. guy. But I like... How big of a dick he is. I like it. Uh, he just fucks with Yeah, I know. They, they, they did the voice. Yeah. He, he's doing what, he, whatever, what his goal is in the movie is very effective. And so, I, you know, I'm not saying it's a bad character. It's just, it's a very hateable character. <laughs> but I like, I, I think that Clerks do, like, they do find, like, an emotional center of it. And it, human, it humanizes Randall at the end when he's just like, yeah, I'm a cynic asshole who hates everything and would have no friends yeah. if, you know, my friends left now because I'm 30 and I can't make new friends. Yeah. He's a tragic character. Sure. Yeah. Sure. But strong opinions about Lord of the Rings. I, uh, I That's still one of my all-time favorite movie scenes. Uh, is him making the guy vomit? Well, uh, we, I, I kind of did away with it, but you know, we, we just throw it into. The, do you do you have? Is that your favorite scene in this film? That is my favorite scene. Yeah. I mean, I think the I think I think the musical dance scene is is fun too. That's my number one. But yeah, him making the Lord of the Rings guy vomit. Funny. Yeah, I just think is so funny. And that's coming from a guy who like I like Lord of the Rings. Yes. <laughs> no, for me, it's the musical dance scene, just because it, it is. It's just joyous. It is. It's the one. It's the one part of the movie without like without cynicism. It's, it's just pure joy. It's just and fun. Everybody's in on it. It's just in there. Yeah. It's like you know what? Let's do a dance scene. Yeah. And they just did it. Uh, what didn't you like about this movie? Um. There's got to be something. I mean, I don't think it's the best movie in the world. Yeah. Uh. A couple, like I, I, like the, what's his name? Uh, not Randall. What's the other? Dante. Dante is fiance. Yeah. Not a very convincing act. Oh, Kevin Smith's wife. That is wife. That's his wife. Not the biggest yeah. fan of her. In really that whole storyline, I just doesn't. Him just like, just I just didn't like that whole storyline. Oh, he's moving to Florida. Yeah. Well. I don't know. I think a lot of my beefs with this movie is is just the Dante character, um, which I don't know if that's like an Avatar for Kevin Smith, but I'm just like, um, I don't like him. <laughs> just, as much as I hate Randall, I'm like Dante just kind of seems like a loser. 
Yeah. He's kind of the bigger loser. He's just kind of a whiny bitch. Yeah. You know? And I think that's... I think it I think it might be by design that yeah. you're not supposed to really like and that's another part not that um, I mean as a movie watcher you know not comparing it to Clerks 2 but or Clerks and then Clerks 2 because you know it is kind of a, a through line with Kevin Smithfield but just as a movie watcher it is tough to watch to commit an hour and 40 minutes for like a character like invest time in characters I don't like and uh like Dante around the gate you're just like oh he's not a likable guy he cheats on his fiance yeah um, him just painting Rosario, Rosario Dawson's toenails, I was like, that's not okay. No, no. You're I, an engaged man. Yeah. Also, you guys are at work. But, <laughs> outside of that, I was like, that's just not something, and that's why I was like, is this like, some of the times when guys write a lot of, like, Quinn Tarantino, I feel like when you watch his movies, you get a lot of his personality, same with Kevin Smith, I was like, I think Kevin Smith has unhealthy viewpoints of how... Men and women should conversate at the workplace. <laughs> These are not okay conversations to be having. <laughs> but yeah, the toenail thing, I was like, that's not cool. You shouldn't be doing that, Dante. Like, you have hope. You, one, you just slept with this woman weeks ago. You should have quit if you wanted to make things work with your fiance. You definitely shouldn't be painting her toenails and being like, so we're just not going to talk about how we, how, I, you know, we banged closing one night. Uh, <laughs> It's, that, but that's kind of his. I mean, that that is he's a passive person. Yeah, and that that's the thing is Dante's a passive person. He's a passive character. He's got a passive personality. Yeah, sleeps with another woman. Uh-huh. But you know what? He's just gonna you know go down to Florida with his current woman. Yeah, it was the same in Clark's one. He's a whiny you know, bitch. He's he's a whiny bitch. He's he's. He's a weak individual. Yeah. I like how they pointed out because he is such a weak character or person, like the, the the character, you know. But as a person, I like that it's pointed out. Randall being just like, why do you have two good-looking women? Like, why do you get to be the one to choose between two good-looking yeah. women in both movies? Yeah, because yeah, I was like, yeah, this guy's a loser. <laughs> why does anyone like him? What 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 draws any of these women to him? <laughs> Um, I love uh, I, I love the Elias. Yeah, he's great. He's just this weird little funky dude. Yeah, I think he's super funny. The way he delivers his lines is really funny. I and I think that's good. It's just the acting, but him, Rosario Dawson. When you watch the first Clerks, outside of Randall and Dante, when people show up at the thing to deliver dialogue, it's just bad. So it's like, yeah, surround these two guys with good actor or like just working actors, it elevates the dialogue. Yeah, and yeah, he, he's he's good in it. Um, in the bad, and this is just a personal taste, but they did up like the vulgarity from Clark's one, and but they brought it. In, it's more in line with all his other movies. I'd say, but turned up even more. <laughs> yeah, like no, I definitely think if you if you graft it out, <laughs> it rises. Throughout all of Kevin Smith movies, uh, probably wind up right up to, This might be, man, this versus Zack and Mary Beth Porno. I mean, that the cameraman gets, gets shit on in Zack and Mary Beth <laughs> It's hard to top that. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so me, I was just like, this is too much, and it's not funny to, to me. So, throw that in the, in the negative column. Does it, so, yeah, I guess we kind of covered, like, what does it do better? But, he just kind of got better, Kevin Smith. Yeah, I mean, it's just... I, I think it's a better movie. Does it do anything worse than Clerks? Does Clerks <sighs> itself do anything better? Uh, you're, I mean, I think the original Clerks has a better soundtrack involved. like Because I, I, it's kind of indie music and stuff. Yeah, and, um, stuff you could afford. Yeah, absolutely. At the time. Or people... And, and, and that's kind of the charm of that original movie yeah. is it's kind of got this low-budget, low-budget music, which is mm. really cool stuff that he had to go find. And so I'd say the, I'd say soundtrack is better. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I... Like, I prefer Clerks 1, Jane Silent Bob, to the new and improved Jane Silent Bob. I still I still laugh at Jay and Silent Bob constantly, but I I don't need all the dick 
dick tucked. There was no dicks in this movie. I don't need all the dick tucked back <laughs> Sonic Salam shit. There were zero dicks in this movie. It's just so weird. Just they so would do that well twice. So shocking to me. Which was oh, interesting wow. that they went to the Sonic of the Lamp twice. I was like, oh, I remember this scene, and then it shows up again. I was like. I mean, as it starts, it's so funny. Yeah. He plays the music. Oh. I guess <laughs> that, yeah. I like that, but, like, uh, I don't need to see Jason Mewes, like, full. I thought, uh, I thought the dick-tucking, dancing was, I thought that was hilarious in the movie. <laughs> like, him just doing the, the, rea- the, oh, and then just, like, playing up to the camera. But, you know, it's a movie. There's no camera. But, like, just kind of playing it up to, like, it's... Like, him just doing the size of the lab was so funny. I'll take that a million times over, um... Berserker. I love Berserker! I hate Berserker. I love Berserker. Yeah. And just... He's just better at delivering his lines. We're like... Uh... I think when I watch Clerks, maybe there's a lot of, um real life Jason Mewes in that I was like this guy's a fucking loser why is he in a movie <laughs> this guy's a loser I like that 2006 Clerks he's clean he's sober he found Jesus he's still selling dope yeah um yeah so as for me I don't think I don't know if Clerks 1 does anything better than Clerks 2 it's interesting this could almost be a remake in uh, that it's like yeah Clerks could be the film that Someone saw Jay, um, Kevin Smith do, and then give him the money to redo it, and maybe we would have got Clerks too. I mean, he does. I mean, story wise, you know, it's a sequel, but it does feel like this is the movie. Like everyone's just better in this one. It's like, oh yeah, this was the movie he should have made. Yeah, I think maybe story wise, I like the whole video store and. Convenience shop oh, yeah, separate where Randall yeah. just comes over. He's like, ah, fuck, I was yeah. over. He's just watching Star Wars over there all day. I just, I like the idea of that. Uh-huh. I, I think maybe that's done a little better than just cramming them all into the same restaurant. Yeah. Um, I mean, I guess that's how, you know, they got him there with the places burning down yeah. or whatever. But I, I just, and I, and I think because that's all, that was always like my eighth grade dream. I want to work at a video store. Whatever, oh, whatever, yeah. You know, because like, I, I applied to Blockbuster in college. Like, so won't work at a video store. They didn't hire me. You know, and that that kind of thing. Yeah. So I, I like the nostalgia of yeah. the video store um, versus them all just working at a fast food place. Yeah. Uh, fast food place though? That's a funny scene for a movie. That's a that's a that's a great setting for a comedy, and more people should do it. There should be a, there should be another great there, there should be a uh, a fast food comedy. Like like waiting or super troopers, you know. Any job where you have people, like, you know, different personalities, and fast food's hilarious for it. And, and you have this, uh, you know, people coming in and out. Yeah. I wish there was more of that. I wish there was more customer interaction. I yeah. think throughout the day, they're visited by four or five people. Yeah. Uh, the one of Sykes scene is really funny. Especially whoever's playing her husband. Oh. That guy is so funny. Yeah. Credit to Kevin Smith, because, like, to me, that is... Like, the porch monkey thing is very offensive, but done in a way that works. Yeah, he, and he just goes for it. Yes. But, like, it is offensive, but I can see Randall's point of view on that is, like, he's just heard it as a word. He heard it from somebody else saying it, didn't know the context of it, and then he just says it, and then he's like, Wait, why is that bad? Yeah. I get that. Because I have that point of view about a lot of shit. About the word porch monkey? Not That's that in particular, super, but super you know offensive. but you, you you know what I'm trying to say. No, yeah, here. Yes, and yes. and so I, I think I mean Kevin Smith just went for it on yeah. that. <laughs> Though but Randall being just a super asshole is this or is he won't give up his side yeah, of the Yeah, or is even after or he's is proven he actually playing this like is he just trolling? Yeah, Cause, oh yeah. Because Randall a, is the ultimate troll. Yeah, no. Yeah. Even after he agrees, oh, that is an offensive word. My grandmother <laughs> was a racist. You know what? I'm going to lean super Taking hard Taking it back. This. Yeah, I'm going to lean super hard into this. Um, yeah. Clerks 2, did, did we need it? 
Yeah, I think we needed it. I think it's the better film. Yeah, I, I think uh, it's better. I, I like Clerks 2 over Clerks 1. It's, I absolutely it, do. Yeah, it, it's an interesting thing. Clerks 1, like, shot... It's, it's a shitty-looking movie. Yeah. Uh, just compared to other movies, but when you compare it to, like, a guy who dropped out of film school and just was like, I'm doing this on my own, it's actually an incredible feat. So, that in that sense, it's very cool. Um, but then, Clerks 2 just comes around and it's like, oh, yeah, no, this, this is... The far superior movie. Yeah, and I... Uh, it's what I money mean, does. Clerk, Clerks 1 has a very intellectual view on a Star Wars movie. Yeah. Which I love. Don't really get that in Clerks 2. Yeah. What, what is his strong opinion? It, it's, it's you know... Other we, than Kevin Smith thinks have, he should be able to say the word porch monkey. An uncompleted Death Star. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's just a genius point of view about Star Wars. Yeah. But... But it may only really like painfully delivered when that when the guy's like, "I'm a plumber, and I'll have you know." <laughs> like I was just like, "This is so bad, man." If only this was, if only this was somebody who just did this for a living, <laughs> delivering lines. Yeah. I had a friend. He worked for this guy, the mobster. Yeah, same guy. <laughs> Anyhow, FBI bugs up his place. <laughs> it's like this is so. It's this, corny. This is high school level it's drama yeah. delivery. I mean, but, and again, I'm not going to hold that because he but literally it, did. Just got people to be in this movie. Yeah, it was like, yeah, just you're mad, not an actor. Just deliver the lines. Mad respect to the, to just getting it done and, and and creating. So, I mean, I still laugh. But, yeah, I do think Clerks 2 is better. Yeah. Yeah. Clerks 2 is, is the better movie. Um, Plus, I don't, Zero Dawson. You I don't, Zero Dawson, you're automatically better. Yeah. Yeah. And it's... She's awesome. She's and surrounded by people who aren't great actors. You go, man. She's she's a very good actress. Good actress. She's a good yeah. actress. You could, yeah. But um, yeah, I did lose my uh, my love of Kevin. Not Kevin, but my love of Kevin Smith movies. Uh, it did it did go it did wane in this. Um, but uh, and that's okay. Like I, I mean, I yeah, still, I thought I might have out might have outgrown him. Yeah. I didn't. I still loved it. Yeah. But I, I can totally understand because it was a concern. I'm like, am I going to yeah. actually like these? Like, I remember liking them. Right. No, uh, but yeah. I might have grew them. They're not funny to me. There's still stuff I think with, but they still should exist because there's a new, there will be a new 14-year-old me who needs to see Clerks and be like, you know, I could do this and then 20 years later realize, no, but I can start a podcast. I'll talk about them. Yeah. Yeah. I'll tell Kevin Smith what he's doing wrong. On a side note. Yeah. If I may go back to what I watched. Oh, yeah. Uh, Captain Marvel does have the best ever Stanley cameo. Oh, really? Of all the Marvel movies. Hmm. When? It was probably... Did it, was that like a... Um, uh, is that like a Star Wars? I'm not sure how they did it. Yeah, or did he get it in in time? I'm not sure how yeah. or what, but it is by far their best. I wonder if they made it the best. In fact, like, it may even be worth going to see a theater just to see. This, the cameo. It's on YouTube. I probably just YouTube it. Yeah, there's a, and and uh, a, it ties into it ties into to Kevin Smith. Oh, okay, so yeah, that's why I mentioned it. You heard it here first. Stan Lee says porch monkey during Captain Marvel. <laughs> Taking it back. Taking it back. Uh, if you have thoughts on Clerks or Kevin Smith, or if you're Kevin Smith, let us know why you're not making movies anymore. He's not making movies, but listen to podcasts. That's probably all he's doing. Yeah. We're in that comic book shop. I just wonder why he hasn't kind of revisited the indie film scene for a comedy. Yeah. Jason and Bob have plenty more to say yeah we don't even, I mean I know we kind of wanted to put them to bed but I don't think we need to I think we need to well and, and they're great in something like well they actually had a lot to do in this movie uh, more than I remembered but they're also great just do your own comedy set in New Jersey where Jane and Bob happened to be yeah and they can just kind of have their little you know parts or they can just walk by or just walk by say something <laughs> yeah they could Walk by, read a newspaper. Reenact that silence. Zoom into the the new, we zoom into the newspaper. Gives us information about the rest of the movie. Yeah. You know, I love that kind of shit. Yeah. Do you love... Uh, I don't know if you remember it or not. Uh, Scream 3, the James Island Bob 
cameo. I do, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah something like that. Yep. <laughs> Courtney Cox runs by and is like, it's fucking Connie Chuck. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that'll do it this week. Uh, we'll be back next week with another movie. Until then, it's been Don't Be That Guy, a guy does sequel and remakes. Uh, snooch the motherfucking nooch. Maybe we should start calling your friend Padme because he loves Mannequin Skywalker so much.